A very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. This is Fen, and welcome to a new episode of Coaster Kings Radio. And today I have a special episode, because I'm not going to talk about a European park, but I'm going to talk about a US park. And so I need someone from the US, and it's not Sean and Alex, no, it's Ian! Hi, Ian! It is! Hi, how's it going? And I am joined by my coaster buddy, Pete, again, who was in our episode on Six Flags Magic Mountain versus Cedar Point. Say hi, Pete. Hello. (laughs) Happy to be back. Hi, Pete. And so we're going to be talking about Carowinds, Mm -hmm. and Carow Misses in our park, uh, in our trip. It was definitely a difficult trip. We, uh... Would you like to... I'm trying to think the best... Well, how do we gingerly put this in a nice way about heroines <laughs> in our okay. trip? It was chilly. It was chilly. It was... It was def... It was chilly. It was... So... It was our fault. We went the first weekend. Yeah, it was opening weekend. Mm. Um, if those who aren't in the United States, we had a storm front go through the eastern United States that was oh. unexpected. Mm. And so the high... We saw the high in the forecast go from 70 degrees Fahrenheit... All the way down to, what was it? Mid-40s. Mid-40s Fahrenheit. And just for a reference, that's like 5 degrees Celsius. Okay, yeah. Five. That, yeah, that five makes sense now for me. <laughs> like cold. So freezing. So freezing, <laughs> freezing. Um, well, and I wouldn't so call it we, freezing, but yeah. maybe for your kind of temperature. <laughs> okay, listen. For us, us in America, <laughs> we were upset. So uh, needless to say, it was unfortunate, but we... Uh, mm-hmm. They were able to get the rides running, but the first day we were there, they closed after, um, right at 2 o'clock, okay. which was on Saturday. They closed early because it was too cold, even though mm-hmm. the rest of the day it wasn't that cold, but we'll okay. talk about that later. Yeah. Um, and then the second day, their policy is that none of the rides can, none of, a lot of the roller coasters can't run above a, uh, under a certain temperature, okay. which I think was like 40 degrees 40 Fahrenheit. 40 degrees. 40 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. And so none of the roller coasters opened until, like major roller coasters opened until 2 o'clock. Hmm. Okay. PM, 2 p.m. So hmm, hmm. Um, we had like one sort of full day between the two of them. Yeah, it was, it was like a combined like four or five hours of, of time in the time park. to ride rides over okay. two days. So it was not, you know, the stellar opening to the coaster <laughs> season we were hoping. Yeah, correct. I don't know if that correct. was the park's fault necessarily. Yeah, well. So, we'll still bitch yeah, about it. But the, <laughs> the reason that we picked uh, Carowinds for this episode is because you guys recently went. And I have already been to the park, but it was in 2013, so back in the day. Um, <laughs> and for me, it was my first United park in the United States. So uh, that was uh, quite something. The weather was okay. It was, sometime, it was cloudy a bit, sometimes a little bit yeah. of rain, but still do i think it was also a bit humid humid because it was in june uh so but i mean it's the perfect kind of weather you know because there's not too much people and as long as it stays dry you can still enjoy the park but um yeah it's been a while so i think quite some things have changed Yes, absolutely. So I think that we're going to format this as a tour of the park Mm -hmm. and the changes. And we'll also get our perspectives on the park as we walk through it. Um, So the biggest change, well, there's a big change we'll get to at the end. But um, one of the biggest changes is the park entrance has been totally renovated. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, Carowinds is themed to North and South Carolina history. 
very much follows the vein of the Six Flags parks. Mm -hmm. And the entrance to the park was called Plantation Square. And it had a, like, Southern Plantation (laughs) theme to it. Okay. By the time you were there, Sven, it was renamed. But I think when you were there in 2013, it still had that, like, house-looking plantation house entrance. Yes. Yes, because you, you... When I saw that in the show notes that it was plantation themed, I was like, I I didn't notice that, because <laughs> for me it was like a typical American building from in the movies. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely is. I mean, I think they tried to shy away from that, but the new area they've totally ripped out that entrance gate. So now it's very much like modern. Have, have, Spent. I forget. Have you been to Cedar Point yet or no? No, I haven't been yet. No, no, the okay. only so like the only uh, Cedar Fair parks that I've done are Carowinds, uh, Canada's Wonderland, which was my first North American park, and Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's so Berry those Farm. Okay. three are I don't my. Know if there's a good reference. point of reference, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a shopping mall. How would you describe it, Pete? <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely much more open, and yeah. you know, that's it's giving you a lot of views into the park and not like, okay. you know, it doesn't have much of a facade or anything. You just yes. go through the gate and it's a nice wide open space. Um, and it has that state line demarcation. Uh, yeah. The bricks, which I is really nice. like that. Cause I have a That's picture fun. that is fun uh, in front of the sign, like in two States is like, we <laughs> but is it, no, it's fun. Does the park. Yeah. Uh, is it mainly North Carolina or South Carolina? The park? Or the address is North Carolina, and I think it's actually pretty evenly split. I know yeah. Yeah. Fury is kind of known for being the one that goes between the two states, and as far as parks with like impressive coaster vistas right up front, mm-hmm. I don't think you can do better than Carowinds, just because Fury just screams right over that you mm-hmm. know that walkway from the parking lot, and then it's just a great you know panoramic of Fury. And then Intimidator, and mm. then you can see Firehawk in the distance. It's, like, very stark, very hmm. bright colors. It's it's impressive. It definitely is impressive. I think that the, the big thing is they, they centered the renovation around the construction of Fury. So that happened in 2015. And I think it's it's one of the most impressive entrances. Um, I'm sure you've seen pictures, Sven, like, the way yeah. Gatekeeper interacts. It, they definitely, you can tell that it was the same time. Like, mm-hmm. the same design team was working on both of those. So I think it's an improvement. Um, in that same area, that kind of entrance area, there's two rides. Um, one of them is Intimidator. Um, and I don't know, Sven, was that your first? No, you would have had, um, what's it called at, um, Behemoth. Yes. And I'm assuming you'd been on Silver Star already, but I don't know. Yes. That you are spot on. Uh, Behemoth was my first <laughs> B&M coaster even. Uh, and then oh. I did Silver Star just a few months before I went to Carowinds, actually. Uh, so that was my third one. And um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't connect with it. It was, it felt a bit flat. Like, it's enjoyable, but uh, I guess I expected more, especially because it was like the third B&M. And at the time, B&M mm-hmm. was really like, wow, especially... For someone that right, was just right. a beginning coaster enthusiast, um, uh, like I had fun on it, and I, I like the 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 way the seating is, just like Behemoth. Um, but um, like Diamond, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. I agree, and I think that like the thing with Intimidator, 
So we didn't, in all honesty, we didn't ride it this trip. I have the credit from a previous trip. Yeah, I didn't connect with it either. You didn't. But it's just because I didn't ride it. <laughs> I, I was kind of underwhelmed by it as well. I thought it was fine. Um, the layout is the most, and th- this is weird because Silver Star is the same way. It's the most basic mm-hmm. out and back layout possible. I feel like, but I feel like Silver Star still has that the hammerhead turnaround at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's like a overbank kind of. The the turnaround on um, Intimidator is like even less. Mm. It's more of like a just a typical turnaround and then a drop. I don't know. And I feel like Silver Star still has those airtime moments, even though they're not ejector or anything. They're still there, and uh, especially yeah, especially when it rains and it's trimless, then Silver Star is really something fun you know um i agree and i think that the um that the bnm hyper i think is interesting because if you look back to when you were going in 2013 compared to us now mm-hmm. like bnm hypers were everything like it was so exciting i mean when, yeah. when king's island got diamond back it felt like us in ohio were like what finally we have our bnm hyper and now it's like oh there seems so <laughs> dime a dozen like i feel so jaded but it's like I don't know. It's just not like they don't have the same um, hold I feel like they used to have. Um, And I do think Intimidator is one of the weaker ones for sure. Mm -hmm. Especially because then and during that same trip, I did Apollo's Chariot Mm. at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Mm, The first. And then it was like, okay, this was what I expected. But I love that coaster. I'm I'm hopefully writing it again this Mm -hmm. summer. I'm hoping I love it as much as I did the first time. Because that was my first mm. BNM hyper, and I lo- I love it, love it. Mm. Um, so I think that I agree with that. Nice. Um, one coaster we also didn't get to ride was Nighthawk. I don't know if you had the chance to ride Nighthawk, the Flying Dutchman. Yes, yes. I was also curious about that one because it's Facoma yeah. and yeah, European. The European landscape has quite some Facomas, yes. but not this type. So it breed. was very it was... oddball to to go into the the train. Yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah. the way the, the restraints are weird, then all of a sudden you're on your back in, in that lift hill. And it's like, I, I don't think I had... I, mm, ah, yes, I did do uh, an, a flying coaster before that and that was air at now galactica yeah. at alton towers so i knew to be an m experience i expected the shaky vacoma experience <laughs> and that was what i got <laughs> but i still wrote it twice and and like it's a unique ride and on, on pictures it looked so yeah it, it's it's a sexy coaster. It is. You know? It's gorgeous. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. sad that the experience is not as <laughs> sexy as it has a nice be. fresh coat of paint. Yeah, it, it just it was repainted great. and it looks great, oh. but it wasn't running the whole time. I yeah. don't know what it was. Mm. Their ops were a little weird. It was the opening weekend, so we have to chalk it up a little bit to that. Yeah, but um, that happens, I do yeah. think that uh, it is a handsome coaster, and it's situated in the lake in the middle of the park where the park's paddle wheeler, like their uh, old steamboat, used to run. So it's a very scenic okay. center of the park, and so that's why it has all that water and, and kind of a pretty location. It looks better than Nighthawk ever, or not Nighthawk, uh, Firehawk. Firehawk, Hawk, ugh, King's, King's Island. Island. Firehawk was not. A- it was fun, <laughs> and we loved it when it first came, because I, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know it had been sh- kind of shopped around to yeah. a few different parks at that point. Yeah. Uh, but it was just kind of smack dab in the middle of just a piece of grass. It, it was, didn't have it that kind of interactiveness. I will say my first um, but, um co- Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that 
the the another ride that's there is what the first ride I did at Carowinds, and that was the Sky Tower. Yes, I have yes. a a weak spot for observation towers because when I uh, worked at Plopsalantepanne, the first attraction that I operated was a Sky Tower just like this, and so yeah, I've I've worked there a whole summer. I knew every click of the system <laughs> and then so and I like having the view of the um, of the park from the observation tower and see uh, okay where can I go and, and nice to see all the coasters from there as well so uh, it's still there hopefully oh definitely hope. definitely and, uh, props oh, yeah. to the to the op that um, was running because we, we got to go on it the second day which was when it was like freezing okay. cold it was really nice out like sunny but it was still like 32 degrees when we got there yeah and so we were just kind of meandering around the park looking longingly at rides that weren't even testing and the op was like yeah they're <laughs> not gonna do any of the rides with the lift until they it hits 40 degrees so at least she saved us a bit of time she did she did saved us some grief um, <laughs> and i grew up with the one at great america so for me like th- those intimate that is they're intimate right that that generation of intimate sky towers is just yes. really it yes. really has a nostalgia factor for me. I think that they're they're still a very slick Same. design co- design. Like it's just that you f- it, the way mm-hmm. you file in and out. I think they're a classic, and um, I'm yes, glad. This Car- is my first one. I, I'm oh. glad we got to go on it because yeah. I don't think it ran the the first oh. time. Yeah. yeah, it's a classic for sure, though. Uh, definitely a classic, and it's and, and it's a nice feature. It's a dying race. It is. It's a dying race, unfortunately, because they are removing the one at Hyde Park. Oh, really? Uh, I fortunately already wrote it. Um, but yeah, the the one at Plopsa got removed uh, because they seem to be expensive to maintain. Gotcha. Uh, from what I've heard, so which is too bad because they're such a great ride for families too and for kids to feel like they're yes. going on something really. Anyone big. can ride it. Absolutely, and air conditioned and heated, which is great, great on a on a day. That wasn't the case uh, at the one at Plopsa. Really? But, uh, <laughs> no, that was not the case. Well, you all have better weather than the South of the United, South of the United States, but they mm-hmm. the, they definitely are air-conditioned and heated. Sure. Um, <laughs> so that's really the entrance area, and those are some of the attractions there. Um, the next area that we didn't spend much time in, because I'm not super big into kitty coasters and kitty rides, is their Planet mm-hmm. Snoopy, which is now Camp Snoopy. So when you were there, it would have been Planet mm-hmm. Snoopy. Um and now it's been renovated in 2018. They relaunched it as Camp Snoopy. So it's basically they took okay. it and they made it very naturalistic. And so it's lots of trees and it's like lots of rustic buildings. And everything's kind of brown okay. and greens. And it just is so beautiful. I think it's one of the prettiest kids areas I've ever seen. It's so, like it's enjoyable to walk there. You know what I mean? It's not like a kids area where it's just bright colors yeah. everywhere and like concrete. <laughs> I'm looking at the park map, um, and I was wondering, because there was one ride, well, besides the mm-hmm. Woodstock Express, uh, there was a, and the, the Kitty Hawk, there was another ride that I did, but I can't seem to find it on the current was map. Was it the monorail? And that's the, the Snoopy's Great Skate. No clue. Like a, a mini rainbow. Oh, cute, um, cute. Yeah. I wonder if they was, re-themed I wanted to, it. Yeah, because it, 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 I, I, I never rode a rainbow before that, right. so I was wondering if it would be like that kind of experience, but the rainbow, it was I not. Wonder. <laughs> I but, um, yeah, so that was still one of the rides that I did there, though. Uh, I'm trying to see if it. 
if it's still there. And I'm not even sure who built that thing. Um, I don't see it in here, but it's possible they rethemed it. And Carowinds. Because, um... Yeah, I see it here. Is it the camp bus? Because um, that one that goes round and round, maybe. Yes. Okay. But it, it's side seating, right? Uh, if I remember well. It might be. Yeah, it wasn't as thrilling as I... Yeah, yeah, I, I remember now. It wasn't as thrilling as I expected, but I, on the other hand, it's it's in, as a, a ride in the kiddie right. area. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I mean, I've never so done a house rainbow the either. rainbow feel, but... Yeah, it has a rainbow's feel... But I will say it's a big improvement. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that happened, and we'll get to this next the area later on, is that they moved mm-hmm. their antique carousel that used to be in the area, and they moved that to near Vortex and created a new area called Carousel Park, which happened in 2018. So the whole okay. area, it just feels very put together. And it, I mean, once again, our reference is Kings Island because we're Ohio people. But like the Kings Island mm-hmm. planet Snoopy, which has gotten all these awards, like the best kids area, is so ugly. <laughs> It's just very, like, (laughs) concrete, bright colors, and that's it. Um, And I really Mm. wish they would take this in all of their parks and convert their areas into these Camp Snoopies. Just because I like a... I mean, being in Europe, like, gardens are such a big part of theme parks and having pleasant Mm -hmm. spaces to be in. Mm -hmm. And this gives that. Like, I can be, like... I can imagine a grandparent enjoying, like, just sitting and looking at the flowers and the trees and and the water features. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was definitely an area of the park nice. that I think um, you could tell that they had spent some time just to make it look nice and right. just have attractions. And I do, I do think it does kind of outclass Kings Island, which to me is sort of the most equivalent park that I think it would so, be compared yeah. to. And Kings Dominion, yeah. Okay. In terms of size and how many rides well, and you know, focus. But. Yeah, and I guess Canada's Wonderland also. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. It, like, I really felt like there were a lot of things that were the same at both parks. I didn't really visit the Snoopy area in um in Canada's yeah. Wonderland, so it's hard for me to compare cuz yeah, I'm not really the age to hang out in the <laughs> right <laughs> in the Snoopy area. Um so uh but yeah, it's it's always nice to have an uh a, a how to put it? Yeah, like you said, the like a garden area where right even if the parents are like sitting on the side waiting for their kid to come off they can enjoy it you have something to to look at yeah well and also another change that i think was really clever so um the carolinas are um is it south or north carolina was first in flight do you know with the Wright Brothers. North Carolina. North Carolina's motto is first in flight because the Wright brothers tested their airplane in north carolina yeah and so they rethemed their vacoma kitty invert to the Kitty Hawk, so they named it after the Wright Brothers plane, which I think is a cute nod. Okay. Instead of, ha- it was like, a, what is it called? Uh, Flying Ace Aerial Yeah, Chase the Red Baron theme. was the old yeah. name, yeah. Well, I think it, 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 didn't feel, it didn't feel very smooth, that I remember. <laughs> hang and bang. Hang and bangs. They called them the hang and Vacoma Hang and Bang. Oh, wow. But it's weird, because like, you have the one at, Mo- at Movie Park Germany mm-hmm. called the Jimmy Neutron a flyer and that one is pretty smooth so i thought it was the same one but maybe i'm wrong well uh, i think it is but they these are the, the bench, first generation ones are re- notoriously bad okay um and then vacoma got mm, their okay, got their stuff sense. together um anything else to add about planet snoopy planet not planet snoopy camp snoopy now kids area 
Um, is the Boo Blaster Darkride part of that? No, it's actually interesting. It... The Boo Blasters is further on. It's up in... Um, okay. It's adjacent. It's I adjacent, but it's in its uh, separate area. It's not mm. far. So okay. speaking of that next area, that next well, area is the there. one that's changed the most. So I think when you were there, that area was still called Carolina RFD. Um, if you look at the old map from 2013, I think it says Carolina RFD. Which is an obscure reference for... Oh, yes, yes. I don't know that reference. That's a weird name for an area when you when you put it like that. <laughs> so the RFD, st- RFD stands for, for, from my understanding, Rural Free Delivery. And so Rural Free Delivery, it's, it's so weird. It basically means in, in the United States, there's an old postal code where if you are in a rural area, you put that next to your number... And it's like out of the outskirts of town. Are you saying rural? Yeah, rural. Okay. Sorry. Okay. It's, it's, rural. A, it's a notoriously rural. hard word. I just wanted to make sure I was So it's supposed that. to be like country themed. It's just a weird reference for them to have. Because it's like, I don't mm. think anyone, even Americans would know what that means. Um, okay. So that area. I don't feel bad then. That was part of the area was Carolina RFD. And then the corner by um, Afterburn was back in 2013 was called Country F- County Fair. And that had the bumper cars yeah. and the yo-yo and that sort of stuff was the county fair area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they've done, and then RFD just further kept going around the park. So what they've done is they actually have split that up. So now the first half of that area, the part right next to Camp Snoopy, is called Crossroads, which is mm-hmm. a just generic, I don't know. The theme is that they happen to have a B&M invert there. <laughs> and then... They have made a new <laughs> section around um, further further in there uh, next to where Copperhead Strike is, and that's called Blue Ridge Junction. Um, and so that's themed okay. to the mountains of the Carolinas, which is fun, so Blue Ridge Mountains. And that's a really pretty area. And then the third section they split out, they moved um, the county fair-themed area, is now a new county fair-themed area um, between... Um, kind of the entrance to the water park and the Carolina Cyclone and the Carolina Boardwalk area. So that area is new as well. The county fair opened in 2017. Um, Notoriously, um, Cedar Fair actually sent scouts to Europe to get old um, county fair oh. rides. So they like wanted hoose. They wanted. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So they, I, I they scouted that. for yeah. fair rides. And so they have quite a few cool um, ones there. Um, you need and to tell me that they couldn't find a zipper. They couldn't find a zipper. I know they didn't have a zipper, which is a classic, <laughs> classic American county fair ride. The most terrifying ride <laughs> that's ever been, ever. Been. I've never done one. They're I haven't awful. either. I mean, they're great, but they're, it's a death trap. You can hear the metal grinding on metal. It's terrifying. <laughs> and you're just in a cage, mm. and it's just, yeah, it's one of the scariest rides. <laughs> I would love to go on one again, but I don't think I would fit. I don't know. They're scary. <laughs> so I, well, the first section is Crossroads, what's called Crossroads now, and that's home to the Boo Blasters. Was that Boo Blasters already in 2013? Yes, yes. And what were I your thoughts? I think it was the first one I did. Uh, I mean, I'm used to quality dark rides in europe right so <laughs> it was uh it was a, very, a rude awakening it was something very it's a rude awakening <laughs> no like our i feel like the dark ride game in the u.s is so bad and it's one of the things that frustrates me the most yeah outside of parks. like mm. you know universal or although yeah 
And also during that same trip, I went to Six Flags over Georgia, and I loved Monster Mash. Oh, Mansion. we want to go. That's that one of my like main reasons I want to go to the park. Such a cute surprise. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, that was such a cute surprise. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll be going down there soon. But yeah, Boo Blasters is weak. We didn't actually go on it. I feel bad. It's just a Sally shooting dark ride. Like, it, mm-hmm. it they need to either put do something with it or put it out of its misery, in my opinion. Like, I, it's just, well, I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, I guess if, like, the main... If the GP still like lo- loves and likes it, why change it? You yeah. Know? But I understand from a fan point of view that we're as we are used to so much that um, it falls a bit flat. But uh, as long as it gets the lines for families and and I mean that's true. That's true. But it could use some magic maybe and some some TLC. Yes. Um, when you were there, had the Windseeker been installed yet or no? No. So, oh, sorry. Uh, I see it on my map here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was there, but I didn't write it. They notoriously uh, have a lot of downtime, those ones do. I'm not sure. They just popped up it's all of the sudden, It's been a while. They? they just kind of were in every oh, single park. What I do like see... <laughs> what I do see in that area, and I, I presume it's gone now, is dinosaurs alive i think i remember it was uh, uh, that you had to pay extra for yes, it yes yes but cedar I fair added it to it, a bunch of their gone? parks and it uh, they're all thankfully mm. no longer with us they, they did their time <laughs> they did their time they just took up but, a lot of space and is the area used for something else now because i see on the current park map it's like just a, a walk around yeah, there's the nothing there right now. I think at one point there actually was a little cars ride there maybe or something like that. Okay. So I think it's a good plot for expansion. But yeah, it doesn't have anything. Mm. It's not that big, but it's it's enough they could do something in that corner. Um, yeah. And of course the main attraction in this part of the park is Afterburn. The park's B&M mm. invert. So I love mm. Afterburn. It's my favorite invert, but that with the caveat that I've never been to Europe. <laughs> um, yes, which sorry. arguably mm, Europe has okay. the best inverts, um, the or at least you, some of the most unique. some of the most unique. You have Nemesis, you have Block Mamba. I mean, Monster mm-hmm. now. Like I feel like the B and M inverts are, mm-hmm. are are doing well. So I, I'm curious what your thoughts, Sven, are on um, Afterburn or what you remember about Afterburn. Yeah, I remember it being my favorite coaster at the park. That for sure. Um, it has a really good layout, um, but it's like as you said, I'm, I'm we're used to quite some inverts in in Europe, so like if you look at it just as a coaster, maybe it would rank pretty up high compared to the others. But ours are heavily themed as well, right? So, um, but I guess it's one of those forgotten coasters that's a- that's actually really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's better than what they had in Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> no, that for sure. <laughs> no SLC for me. No, Thank you. No, you're not, a, not a stand, not an SLC stand. I, it could use a retheme. I mean, it, it has, it's the holdover from Top Gun. Afterburn's yes. kind of a nothing name. It doesn't really leave yeah. you as much. Mm. The ride itself is super, super strong and forceful, and I love yeah. it. I think it's probably my favorite invert. 
But like, if you look at something like Raptor or Banshee, like just aesthetically, they look better. They have better theming, so it might get okay. kind of lost yeah. in that. I think it does get lost because it's not quite as big as some of the like big inverts, like Raptor or even Montu. Um, but then it doesn't have the um, heavy theming to it. Like, I think it has these tunnels already built into it. Like, I don't see why they couldn't do something really cool with that. Um, I don't know what, but it just feels like. To they be could fair, do more. for me. Like, uh, I have done Raptor, but I've done Monster at... Um, yeah, Walligator. Walligator Park, yeah. which is, like, uh, pretty much a clone. Um, but for, and, and I've done Katoon at Pinabilandia. Yep. Yep. And I'm one of the few that wasn't, like, blown away by it. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to inverts, I think size doesn't matter, basically. I agree with you, um, yeah. Quite the opposite, actually. I, I The more they are smashed into an area that they have to work with what they can uh the more they're challenged to have these unique elements yeah definitely but uh, i don't know but but still bucket list ranks higher nemesis for sure but mine's black mamba i think is my bucket list invert Uh. i want to know i want to (laughs) know it looks so good (laughs) well for me Um, uh nemesis i think that's interesting still my favorite one uh, Black Mamba is intense, you know? Yeah. But Osiris at, yes, um, at Parkastrix is also a very high favorite of mine, so I'm curious about Montu for sure. I'm curious about Montu, and I was going to ride it when I was there in Florida this year, but it was closed, so I need to go back to Florida. Oh. It was awful. Who? When is a B&M invert ever the ride that's down? Only in Florida. Um, is, it that, is that the yeah, case? Yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. No. So the new area, and Pete and you and I can talk to more about this, is the, is the new Blue Ridge Junction. Super charming. They have a, uh, um, what is it called? The glider, flying gliders? Flying scooters. Mm. They have a flying scooters that they moved. Mm. That's actually Kings Island's original flying scooters that actually dates to the 60s when it was at um, Coney Island in Cincinnati. So very historic, but now is at Carowinds. Um, that's really cute. It's mountain gliders. It's themed to like birds in the mountains. Um, and then of course, Copperhead Strike, which is the Mac multi launch. Mm-hmm. And people really hate Copperhead Strike. I'm sure you've read. People are like, it's so. Oh. They are like, oh, the launches are so weak. It's so forceless. Oh, this stuff. And I'm like, yes, the Mac launches aren't an intimate accelerator coaster. Like, it's not the same. Um, I've been on I've been on Blue Fire before. I was a young enthusiast. I still thought mm-hmm. it was pretty fun, you know. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, yeah. I like Blue Fire, um, and now I I do know now that Mac can make powerful launches because with Right to Happiness that yeah. is uh, a step up for sure. And then even Pulsar at Wallaby Belgium, like that launch is really the second launch is really intense. <laughs> Well, uh, for especially for a water ride, um, but yeah, I, it's, it's Copperhead Strike looks interesting still because it's it's some it's unique, you know. And right. Was it, it your it first? It far Mac exceeded coaster? my expectations. Like I, I was one of those ones that like you know the launch looked kind of tepid. It didn't seem like it had much up its sleeve. I was actually very pleasantly surprised how forceful it was, how whippy it was. The launches weren't very powerful but like it, it once you kind of really mm-hmm. like, you know th- that's besides the point the focus isn't on the launch the focus is on mm-hmm. like how much of a mess it looks like it's very intertwined with itself it has really interesting elements like the cutback is really fun so i i was a copperhead 
um, apologist at this point. Or not apologist, but a convert. It feels like um, when I went to Sex Flag Magic Mountain, Sean and Alex at the time were uh, dishing about Goliath, that it's not uh, hyper with airtime and all that. But also for me, that was not the point of that ride. Like, it really felt like uh, something special. And and I I wasn't looking for airtime on that kind of coaster, you know? So it feels like this coaster as well, you're not looking, you don't have to look for the launches, but you have to go for what is this coaster experience. That's how it feels uh, from my perspective. Yeah, definitely. And I think what's interesting is the um, the hang time. People talk about the hang time a lot, but it's definitely all about these rapid transitions. Like people talk about like those rapid mm. Intamin style, like like turns yeah. and curves and inversions. And like that's what Copperhead Strike is about. Like it's about this these kind of okay. these rapid inversions in a very very compact space. Like it's a very small plot that it takes up. I don't think people realize mm. it's a really small plot. And I think it's cool that Cedar Fair went with something com- custom because I could have seen them going for like a Boof Blue Fire clone. You know what I mean? Like they definitely could have just like mm. plopped that in there and called it a day. But it, it's, yeah. it's a cool custom layout. Um, I don't know. I think it's a pretty, it's, it's, it certainly is not like an elite strong. Co- I don't know if it's elite or not, but it's a good coaster. I think it's, I don't know if that distinction. I don't. I know. think that distinction's kind of silly. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, it we got it. It was our first ride, and I wish we could have gotten another one on it just mm-hmm. to get a bit more hmm. once it was warmed up. But even so, I mean, it was really fun, and I'm I'm glad we got to ride it because a lot a lot of stuff was not operating yes. at the time. Yes. So very much so. It was good that we got to you know squeeze that one in. And then the last section they have is the county fair. It's very colorful, very charming. Once again, Cedar Fair is very polished. I mean, you've only been to a few Six Flags Park. I'm sure Magic Mountain might have mm-hmm. been a little shocking to you, to your European <laughs> sensibilities. Though I suppose you all do have, um, what's it called? Walligator. I always call it Walligator, like an alligator. Yeah, but but that that is just an oddball park. That, yes. That, that is, it, it, it's, it's, it's a weird one out. But, yes. Um, no, I, I, it really, Carowinds definitely felt like a typical American park for yes, me. Yes. And that's the mindset that I go to, you know, because yes. it's, it's the Six Flags feel, as you say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a very attraction centered. Yes. And, and some high coasters. Um, but um, is that. So the county fair is that also what it is now? What used to be Carolina Boardwalk? No, so Carolina Boardwalk is still okay. there. But do you know where their spill water okay. was? They had an Intamin spill water, the splash boat. Yes, that's where the county yes, fair is. So they took out their splash boat oh, okay. and put that in around their Vacoma boomerang. Hmm. So basically, they got rid of all of their water rides. Yeah, they don't have a single one left. None, none in the park. That's weird. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a, a bit of a I blind guess. spot. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll touch upon the rapid disappearing as well, I guess. Yes, yes. Because um, that's kind of sad. It is. <laughs> it is sad. Um, what did you think of the Flying Cobras? I This is our first um, Vacoma Boomerang with the vest restraints. Um, and what a difference um, they make. <laughs> I uh, remember having a sunburn. Oh, no. <laughs> On my shoulders. Uh, and, um, if I would not have had that, like the, the, um, 
the the new it's it's the MK. Sean and Alex the, are going to beat us up. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, but so that kind of restrained. I have to say I'm not a fan. No? Because if you're... Because it always almost crushes my bones <laughs> <laughs> because it's so tight. That's why in Disneyland Paris, I'm pretty happy when it's I do hyperspace in the winter because then I have my jacket on and that gives me some... Yeah, how to put it yeah some padding um, breeding space (laughs) some padding that's yeah some padding (laughs) um so um but then again it was definitely one of the best cobras i had done already and even now um it still remains one of the best ones for sure I agree. I think it, it, it ran pretty well, too. Um, it ran pretty well. So the next area is the Carolina Boardwalk. Um, Sven, I, what is this theme? That's my question. Did you get the theme when you saw it? Yeah, I, I remember it being very um, jukebox-like. Yeah, if that kind of. Sense. Yeah, they're kind of going for 50s. And, and I love that theme. Okay. I love that theme. I mean... Sure, it wasn't as polished as it should be, maybe. But again, it's not what I expected in that kind of park. So, uh, but I, I enjoyed having that theme in the park for sure. I think one thing that you'll appreciate if you revisit Carowinds, and I, I, I would suggest it, is that they kind of extend that 1950s theme into the county fair. So the two areas flow together. Like the county okay. fair is like the very graphical 50s. And then Carolina Boardwalk's more like a beachy surf kind of 1950s i don't know um it's a little mm-hmm. weird that because you can tell it used to be like the frontier area because it has the the aero mine train the carolina gold rusher it has the carolina cyclone and those are like in very like wooden buildings i don't know i think it's a little mm-hmm. bit confusing but i feel like ricochet their mac um mouse mouse is very handsome it's in a very nice mm-hmm. building it's very like beach yeah. boardwalk. That was the only coaster that was closed during my trip, by the way. So I didn't do that one. Yeah, that's good. Not that I regret not riding it, but <laughs> not, <laughs> not a huge loss compared no. to some of the other coasters out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Gold Rusher? Because we didn't get a chance to ride Carol- the the Arrow uh, Mine Train while we were there. For me, it was like the typical Arrow coaster. Very weird transitions <laughs> and. I, I, I'm used to Vekoma mine trains, you know, yeah. so that's the standard for me. And, um, I mean, it's fun for families, probably. <laughs> probably, probably. I, I don't connect the way that Sean and Alex do, I think, <laughs> to those kind of rides. Absolutely. I understand. Well, how about Carolina Cyclone? Um, the inspiration for a Python at Efteling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that, um, and I remember it being smoother than uh, Python at the time. Because mm-hmm. now with the retracking, Python is really good. I I'm mean, sure. It it it's it stepped up its game for sure. Uh, still a classic layout, you know, not not super wild, but um, yeah, I enjoyed that ride. We also didn't want to shout out the new paint scheme on Carolina Cyclone. It looks so good. It is teal with white supports, yellow trains. They're the old Vortex trains from Vortex of King's Island. And so for those who don't know, Arrow trains, 
there's first generation arrow looper trains and second generation arrow looper trains and they are different okay. so the first generation ones are actually probably the ones that were on python at efteling they're smaller um and then when they started building oh, yeah. the mega loopers they made them bigger so if you go on like Vor- mm. like viper at, at um at magic mountain those trains are actually physically mm-hmm. larger even though they look very similar so i find them to be a mm. little more comfortable than the first gen ones which are like on a like mm. corkscrew at Cedar Point and like a bunch of them. Okay. Yeah. They're still not the most comfortable, but they're a definitely an improvement, I think, mm. um, over that as yeah. well. And so moving right along, anything else in the boardwalk? The boardwalk. Is Vortex part of the boardwalk? No, Vortex is part of a new area, and it's a great transition. We'll go to that section next. The Carolina Showplace, as it used to be called is where Vortex and the Parks Theater mm-hmm. and also Scrambler, for some reason, is there. Um, now it's been renamed mm-hmm. Carousel Park, and they've moved the carousel from the kids' area to the middle of this park. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's a really nice area, I think. Any thoughts? Okay. Any to add, Pete? I, I guess I didn't really notice it as much. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, we were cold, and uh, Vortex was bruising our yeah areas um yeah it was oh. so I, I wasn't as fresh at that point in the, <laughs> in the journey um but it, i mean yeah the hope the hope I, I think with the exception of the thrill zone which is coming up but most of the park looked very nicely kind of thought out and put yeah. together there's trees mm. it wasn't just a giant concrete slab like i was made to believe which is what carowin's reputation was is like the one of the ugliest theme parks in america just like very much okay. asphalt and that was it um what did you think of vortex was that that was your first bnm stand-up i'm assuming it was the first bnm stand-up not my first stand-up because i had done skyrider at canada's uh, oh Wonderland. the uh, yeah the togo yeah what the a togo kinda, which is now is there? in europe by the way oh, in italy okay. oh it's in italy no oh. it's in italy yeah in and park name that i cannot pronounce <laughs> but uh i think it's called something skate themed uh, oh it's called freestyle i think i knew that it's like freestyle yeah <laughs> is it a is it a king cobra club yeah yes yeah, similar okay. to king because that was my first stand-up at king's island and uh, oh i at the time i thought wow like how cool am i yeah. riding this looping stand-up but <laughs> it's not a good ride <laughs> but um i for me it was surprisingly okay um like layout wise it's not that special yeah. and then again in the same trip i did uh the stand-up one georgia at scorcher over georgia georgia scorcher yeah uh, which was better for me but um i mean it 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 i don't know what to say with this kind of coasters they're not necessarily bad, but not necessarily enjoyable as well. <laughs> it's like they they I I think they still attract cues, right? They definitely do, yeah. which is interesting. The stand up I feel like the concept I think is still exciting to people. It's an I, I think mm. it's the concept is exciting to people, but it's also what kind of sets it back from other rides because it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable yeah. at all. Nobody sits on those mm. and has a good time. <laughs> Like, it, it's just not designed to be, you know, a, an easy-to-ride roller coaster. Right. We had this kid next to us who was, like, two feet tall. They had to basically lift him up, set him on the saddle, 
and then it would sink about uh, two more <laughs> feet down so he could ride it and it was just silly it like it was it was, was. it was I, I thought the same thing about riddler's revenge which was a much better ride and much more you know extreme and and fun but still it was mm. just kind of like why did couldn't we just sit down <laughs> right right this right, would right. Be so much better. <laughs> i think it's a novelty so would you yeah. would you ask for them to change it to a florist coaster uh, at this point, no, but I, I think it's just the, the, the thought of the stand-up ride is just a very antiquated one at this point, I think. Yeah. Like, this ride wasn't as bad as I was kind of expecting it, because I've heard it's really bad, and, yeah. you know, just kind of a mess, and one of the earlier B&Ms that just doesn't have good transitions at all. It wasn't really that in, in any way. I thought it was very smooth for kind of when it was built. It just mm-hmm. wasn't, again, it wasn't very comfortable. And I don't need to be pampered, but I just think that, I don't know, it's just awkward. I'm yeah. a tall guy, so just hmm. kind of like at the whim <laughs> of the train. Yeah, I think that the other thing with the... the if I would say if they hadn't built Copper Edge Strike, yes, a floorless would make sense. Because they would need a traditional looping coaster besides their mm. arrow. But now they have Copper Edge Strike kind of doing the modern looper in a much better way. I don't know if the conversion makes okay. as much sense. That's my thought, at least. Um, okay. And so this is the area where Rip Roar and Rapids used to yes, be, right? Yes. Because it was Carolina Showplace. Do you know why they got rid of it? No one does. I've tried to look it up before. Okay. I think it seems like it was a cost cutting measure because water rides are expensive, okay. but it's still there. True. I had heard that they had removed it. It's still really? there. Like you, you look over and it's like they still have the whole trough. The station, the path to the station, it's all oh. there. It's really weird. But it's just empty. Because I really enjoy rapid rides. And I remember that one being, like, it wasn't the best one out there, but it was decent, you know? It was... Yeah. Uh, I think they had, like, sections where you had the waterfall from the highest point from one part of the track into the... Yep. Yeah, a second part, a lower part. I, I like those kinds of interactions. Or a little bit of so, like the way it feels really integrated and natural. It looked pretty. Like it looked from a like from far away. It looked like it was well integrated into the park. I don't know. It just seems mm-hmm. odd to me that it's it's been shut down and just left there, like just not doing anything. Yeah, with it, that land even. I mean, our our summers in North and South Carolina that bad. They're hot though. That's the yeah, thing. They're hot. They're it's hot. The it's yeah. the South. It just seems like I think it's a big blind spot. And I did re- mention this article that I recently wrote for the website. Like it's it's a problem that, that you don't have a water ride. I get that they have a water park, but I feel like mm-hmm. if you're like a, such a big park, like you need to have at least one, like a good flume or a good rapids ride or a good splash boat. I, it's just weird to have nothing. Yeah. Like. Give them a mm-hmm. give them a pulsar clone. Like I would, that would be great. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah, something like that even or a Mac water coaster. Like give them something because it just it, it's weird that it doesn't exist right now. Speaking of the water park, is it still free? Free and yep. included. It's okay. free and included, and it's been rethemed to Carolina Harbor now. Um, instead okay. of Boomerang Bay, it looks great. It looks nice. We didn't go because obviously it's closed, but it's a very, it's a very, yeah, looks like very attractive mm-hmm. park. Yeah, looked nice. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go into the park. I just did a walk around, and uh, it also gave some views on Thunder Road, which is oh, I no forgot, at the I park. forgot to mention that when we were over there, yeah. no longer with us, 
It's a little weird. I only did one side, though. That's okay. There was only one side open. Was it particularly good, or was it very rough? Thunder Road. Do you remember? I don't know. It wasn't really memorable. Okay. <laughs> wah, wah. It felt like a typical classic wooden yeah. coaster. Yeah. Like. Well, one thing that this park doesn't really have is good wooden coasters. And speaking of which, the next area, the final area of the park that we're going to talk about is the Thrill Zone, um, which mm-hmm. is where the hurler is located. Which was not as bad as I thought it would be. It was fine. That's all it was. It wasn't good, though. <laughs> for, for me, it was boring. Yes! It's so boring. <laughs> and I'm not used to wooden coasters, so... It's not a European thing. I forget for you all, there's no wooden coasters. Not No, there's not as many as we have. Um, That's true. Well, the still. last few years, there's a, a, some new ones still. But, um, yeah, at the time, I, I think Loup Garou... Uh, yes, the werewolf at uh, Wallaby Belgium for me that was long time the only wooden coaster that I had ridden I guess Joris and the Drak and Troy were the new ones in the Netherlands by then as well yes um, but uh, yeah so that one was like mm, okay uh, I don't know <laughs> right it's a big but nothing they... coaster yeah because we, we love wooden didn't coasters they... it's Go ahead, sorry. No, didn't they have a hurler with the same layout in another park and it and that got Yeah, it's Twisted RC Timbers now. Makeover? Yeah, mm-hmm. King's Dominion. Mm. King's Dominion. So the question is, are they gonna RMC this one? I would like it, it would be nice. It sort of seems like the RMC conversion trend is, is slowing down. Yeah, it's kind of it hasn't. Mm-hmm. I I can't think of the last one actually. It may, yeah, it may have even been Steel Vengeance. Right. It's just that the park doesn't have a good wooden coaster. No, and Gua- Iron Guazi. What am I thinking? Iron Guazi. <laughs> Duh. Idiot. Duh. <laughs> but I think the park doesn't have a good wooden coaster, which is a shame because I mean, unlike Europe in the states, wooden coasters are like a classic part of the American theme park. Like ever since the mm-hmm. Racer was built, and they're still putting them in. Like um, they're, they're still going up. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. So I don't know. I, I yeah, this one was it's fine. It's not the worst wooden coaster, but you know, it doesn't really do anything exceptionally. It's a yeah. little rough, but not, you know, not worth the it. I guess they they keep it as one of the few family coasters that are left at the park. Yeah. Cuz like yeah. Not with family, I don't mean like the um, the Vekoma uh flyer, mm-hmm. but um something yeah that's a bit more for the older kids but still not too thrilling that for those that aren't scared to go upside down or all that yeah i think that's the idea it it does seem like it's pretty popular because it's a wooden coaster Mm -hmm. and so there's that novelty Mm -hmm. like oh it's the wooden coaster now that thunder road is gone it's like oh it's cool and rickety Mm -hmm. it also benefits from what it is right next to i think yeah i think you're right i think Um, you're right hmm. People tend to maybe uh, do them as a pair, or you know, one has too long of a line, so you go to the other. Yeah. So I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but what happened was I went to Canada's Wonderland, and then the year after they announced Leviathan, and they built it. Yeah. I went to Carowinds, and the year after they announced Fury. Three, two, five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I thought it was like my curse to go to parks, and then the year after they announce a major coaster. 
uh, in the States, but um, it didn't happen for Nuts Berry Farm so far. <laughs> There's well, talk. that's good. There's, There's rumors. There's the rumors rumor. are there. <laughs> oh, true, true. If we count the, COVID, been if we blank now, out the COVID years, was... maybe, your, maybe your streak is still going. We can vote for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell me about Fury. Fury is, for a long time, was my number one coaster um, when I wrote it. It's, I, I know, I know. It was my number one coaster. No, my I'm like, why did it change? That's my Oh, uh, this is, Alex and Sean are happy. It's X2 changed it for me. I am a huge okay. X person. X. It just, something about that coaster, it does more than anything I thought a coaster could do. I don't know. Okay. I love X2. It's, <laughs> it was, it's, it's a purely a coaster that is, did not disappoint me, even though I overhyped it. Um, for me. Mm, okay. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Um, but uh, for Fury, I think it's one of the most, for me, the full package for a roller coaster. It has the height, it has the speed, the airtime, the transitions, the laterals, all in a very uh, accessible package. So, like you can feel like you can ride it over and over again. Yeah, it's smooth but still chaotic. Um, yeah, it's it was. It, yeah, it was a great ride. <laughs> I mean, like we we just got Orion at Kings Island, which is also a great ride. And I think mm-hmm. I, I'm a I like to defend Orion because people think it's kind of just a lame version of Fury Three Two Five, and they're they're similar, but they do different things. And I think that they can exist independent of one <laughs> another. So I. I think I would have been, my mind would have been blown more if I hadn't ridden Orion uh, before getting on Fury. But Fury yeah. was still just, it's uh, its a beautiful ride. It's just gorgeous. It's beautiful. Very, it's gorgeous. And it's very um, aesthetically pleasing, I think. Yeah, it is. It has a theme, but it's not like, it doesn't try to tell you a story. It's no. just like, look at this pretty green, green color. And blue <laughs> ride with you know, sort of a hornet theme. And yeah. how is the airtime? It's really good. It's really good. It's it's, it's slow jector, I think, yeah. most of the time. And and it splits okay. the ride. You know, the ride in the the first half is kind of, you know, the, the rapid transitions. You get some laterals. A little bit of airtime in there. But once after you go off of the, you know, the turnaround treble clef dive, it just, you know, every hill hits. Yeah. A little bit differently, too. So one of them is a little more kind of graceful floating feeling. And the others are just... There's a kind of a there's a twisting one at the end, yeah. um, so you get kind of sideways airtime, yeah. And man, we we waited for it too. Yeah, we did. We waited a long <laughs> but it time. It was still worth it. It was <laughs> definitely worth it. Um, I think that the 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 one thing about the the B and M gigas um, is just those first drops are so amazing to me still because it's they're so tall sure. and you're just out of your seat from the top of the hill all the way to the bottom. Yeah. And it's just like you're floating. <laughs> and the B&M <laughs> clamshells are like probably the most forgiving coaster restraint in terms of like the, how much space you have um, underneath mm. them. And so you really just are out of your seat the whole way. And I think that that's mm. pretty cool aspect of it. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was fantastic. It's super fun. I would recommend coming back to visit to just to ride <laughs> Fury, um, especially because they also had such a weak B&M um, hyper coaster <laughs> from the sounds of it so you say Weaker. yeah because the only one i can compare to that i have ridden is leviathan yes um and for me leviathan lacked airtime yeah oh mm. i'm sure i'm sure after that first it's, drop it's i remember the drop being because i've been twice since it was built and uh i remember the drop being like 
one of my favorite drops ever. But then after it, it fell a bit flat. Like it was still enjoyable, but not the kick-ass experience you expect from that kind of giant. Yeah, absolutely, coaster. absolutely. So, sort of and what I hear is that Fury Three Two Five does deliver on that. Oh, it absolutely does. And the big thing is like. Like Pete said, the, the airtime on that last round. So after you do that treble clef turnaround, you dive underneath the and there's like the lights and the hive. They call it the hive dive. Oh. And so it's really cool. You dive yeah, under the park entrance and there's like these green lights and you get airtime there. And then every other hill after that has airtime. Um, the only kind of dead part is okay. there's a big helix. But mm-hmm. I think that's really cool, too, because there's a really good sense of speed throughout that kind of big helix they have towards the end of the ride. I don't know. Yeah, it lived up to the expectation. I think so. That's... I think it's mm. definitely we wrote one it of on... America's best coasters. Yeah, we wrote it on cold day too, so I can't imagine like a hot summer day. Like, oh yeah, you know, towards the end of the day after it's been warmed up, it must haul ass. Just definitely blaze through mm-hmm. that that course. It was yeah, definitely. So, final thoughts. We're getting to about an hour here. What were your thoughts mm-hmm. when you visited Sven? Would you want to go back to the park or not? Back in twenty thirteen. So, of the three parks I did, um, it was my least favorite, uh, even though it was the first. But, I mean, Busch Gardens Williamsburg is just something different, it's you know? Special, it had yeah. a very it's European vibe, special. it had the, the green area, yes. the special type of coasters. And then Six Flags Over Georgia also t- topped it a little bit with things like Monster Mansion, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, I, f- I felt like the coaster lineup was stronger as well. But obviously that has changed since then. Um, still, I mean, Fury 325 is definitely a, a major reason to go back. But it's maybe it's not enough to like first go to other parks in the U.S. that I haven't done right. yet compared to right. this one. I mean, if it's along the way, I, may, I might stop by. But... Um, yeah, it, it's it's. I I hope that from what you have, uh, what you guys have s- said to me about the things they improved, that it did indeed change from an asphalt park to more <laughs> focus on uh, theming and experience. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I think that you'll notice that if you when you go back, I would recommend Carowinds. I think it still falls in a weird space for parks because. Mm-hmm. It doesn't compare to Kings Island or Cedar Point in terms of just, like, sheer ride lineups. Or even Knott's. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really compare to Knott's, I don't think. I don't know if you would agree or not, Pete. Uh, Yeah, I would. I mean, the the three standouts here are really strong, obviously. Um, And those three would be just worth the trip alone for me. Yeah, Afterburn. It just has some weird... And which three are you talking about, just to uh, be sure? Fury, Afterburn, and Copperhead. Would be my, okay. my top three in that order, I think. Yeah, definitely, I um, would say that. Yeah, but like, it's just yeah. There, there's just some odd. There's some odd qualities to this park. Again, I think we went, we went the first weekend, so they're probably gonna still have to iron out some kinks, get warmed up for the season. But like, I just like the music was super loud, like distractingly <laughs> loud. Like we couldn't hear each other at some point just because oh. we're just like walking through and it's blaring creed in our face and it's just hard to like it was just it was a strange choice and but like okay. yeah i would absolutely go back yeah definitely i think that the the best i think something that reminds me of it when i look at the park map in 2013 when you went it reminds me a lot of worlds of fun um 
when we went just now, and it just like something seems like it's missing. There's nothing really signature about the park. There's nothing unique than the really special about it. I think that Fury um, and Copperhead give Carowinds those special things. Like it gives it mm. some signature unique attractions. I think the park just needs to keep pushing forward and giving it a more of an identity and making it more of a like a full day park experience. Like you feel like it's very complete, mm. very polished. And they're definitely obviously like we talked about making strides in that way. But I think that's really the next step is to make it make it all the more complete and polished and themed and what do you think their next roller coaster should be? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I think some sort of um medium to big scale wooden coaster, wooden coaster would, would yeah. really polish it off. I agree. I can agree with that. That's true. That's one of the gaps. Would you go with GCI or uh, GCI or Gravity Group or both. probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I tend to like the gravity groups that I've ridden a little bit more than yeah. the GCIs. But the GCIs are great. I love okay. GCI. I don't know, Spen. What do you think would be a good fit for the park? Um, coaster wise, I'm thinking like, is there something European that? Um, I want a mock extreme spinner in every big. park. Bring, give me, give me ride to <laughs> happiness in every American park, and I'll be happy. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be pleased with that. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I'm not giving that one. No, gosh, darn it. <laughs> there Turn can it. only be one. <laughs> it's ours. Finally, Belgium has some unique. Goals. Belgium does have its unique things uh, no. now. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that that ride yeah. looks amazing. It looks yeah. so good. Ugh, we're so jealous. Time traveler. Yeah, was good it, it was yeah. definitely the year last year for us with um right to happiness and conda yeah true. Um, conda looked great so i guess i guess an intimate would be nice as well in carolines oh, because it doesn't have one right no so, it doesn't and i feel like they're 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 upping their game with building like unique coasters so why not Maybe we could merge our ideas and have a Intamin prefab Woody. Oh, yes. Like yeah. an El Toro. El Toro. That would be great. That would be El Toro 2.0. Okay. I think yeah. an elite Woody would be great for the park. Like a really good wooden coaster. Um, mm. And Sven, whenever you're back in the States and you choose to come visit us in Ohio, we're going to do you the tour of all the wooden coasters because that's, that's, mm. that's what we're known for at Kings Island is a wooden coaster park. Um, yeah. And okay. I think it's something that we're missing, that Carowinds is missing, and I think that it would definitely be a great addition to the park to have that really great wooden coaster. Um, but I also think I want to I want a mock extreme spinner. I, I said it. I just I think it would be great for the park. Something unique. <laughs> Save that for Kings. Well, as- Save that for Kings on true true. Well, I think that wraps it up. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts um, that any, anyone any of you all want to share about the park? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy. I guess. Um, well, another uh, a better dark ride would also be nice. Oh, I love absolutely. Having, absolutely. Like, one killer dark ride. I think you park, need one so. good dark ride at each park, and none of the Cedar Fair parks have one, except for I and guess, a new water ride, as we said. Yeah, new water ride. True, true. We were thinking coasters, but I think a new water ride. Um, I want a new flume. I also speaking of European things, I want. Give me Chippas. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's nice. what I want. I want a, I want an next gen flume and a dark. Make it a flume and a dark ride. You can do both. It could be a ride that does both, True. and that would be great. Definitely, definitely great. So, um, definitely sounds good. Well, 
I hope you guys enjoyed listening about us talk about Carowinds. I still think one of the weirder parks in the Cedar Fair chain. Mm-hmm. It's like both a... It feels like both a major park in the U.S. and a minor park at the same time. It's like a little mm-hmm. bit of both. Yeah, um, that's exactly the way I see it as well. It's yeah. like a little bit of both. So um, Fury is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, Fury, yeah. Fury is definitely doing sure. a lot of heavy lifting, making this a destination park. But um, if you guys have... Sven, is there anything we need to plug on the website right now? On the website, I think we have definitely some articles out there on thecoasterkings.com that you need to check out. Uh, we also don't forget we have our minisodes that yes. uh, you and I and Sean and Alex uh, are launching every week. Um, so just this week we had... Um, Nessie at Hansa Park. Oh, no, I don't know. So we definitely yeah, have that was lots of episodes coming out. Sean and Alex do them together. But look out for those minisodes mm-hmm. and look out for new episodes of Coaster Kings Radio. I'm Ian. Mm-hmm. Please review yes. if you can, wherever you're listening. Please. Okay. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening. Bye.